The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am so glad that you can join me today. Today we are going to be talking about another form of energy healing and it's called the Emotion Code. But before we get into that, I'd like to remind everybody you can connect with me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. I'd also like everybody to know that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase, and today's guest, Nick Kid. Oski, I'm sorry, always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. And Nick, I, I apologize, I butchered your name, didn't I? Oh, it's, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> it, it, it's fine. <laughs> it's probably not unusual for some of us. Uh, but anyway, let's uh, tell our audience a little bit about you. Nick is a certified emotion code practitioner and a certified holistic educator. He's well known for his sense of humor and he loves movies, and he has a very gentle nature. And um, Nick actually has a really great history. He graduated from a two-year program of the Boulder, Colorado College of Massage Therapy with uh, over a thousand hours of training. He graduated in 2007. He also studied a clothed form of Japanese massage called Zen Shiatsu. And he is a practicing massage therapist, uh, well, at least for nine years. He also is a known biodynamic cranial sacral therapy, and he's had that training at the Colorado School of Energy Studies. And all of this led him to the study in 2015 of the Emotion Code. And uh, so he has refocused his business on helping clients heal their emotions and hearts 
through doing the emotion code. And that's actually fairly recently, Nick. So uh, welcome to the show. I am so thrilled to have you with me. Yeah, thank you, Marianne. I'm really excited to be here. And the emotion code and the hearts, it's what this show is all about, healing the heart, healing the emotions. And um, so let's uh, just take it from the perspective of the emotion code practice. What is a trapped emotion? Yeah, so a trapped emotion is basically a literal ball of energy that's about the size of a golf ball to the size of a cantaloupe. And that ball of energy can become trapped in our body um, due to some sort of unresolved emotional experience. So when we have an intense unresolved emotional experience, There are obviously a lot of emotions that come with that, and we can feel those emotions very strongly. And sometimes if we're unable to let those go or if we're unable to really kind of fully process them, again, they can become trapped in the body, and they oftentimes will become trapped in organs or in areas of structural weakness, if someone had like an injury or surgery, for example. And then those trapped emotions, they stay vibrating in our body, uh, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, um, until they're finally set free. And what can be an intense emotional experience. Is it something that we experience as adults or at some other time in our lives? Um, An intense emotional experience, it could really be anything. It could be, um, you know, it could be going through a divorce, uh, be going through a car accident, um, through a surgery, um, you know, sometimes when we're in our mother's womb, feels a very emotion, uh, that emotion passed on to us as a baby, and then we will carry that emotion um, again until it's finally released. Okay, and, and so what you're saying is through your training with the emotion code, they say that you can actually get some of these, shall we say, negative emotions through your parents. Now, do they also say that uh, the father can affect in the womb? Um, well, not specifically, but... Um You know, we can certainly receive trapped emotions from either our our mother or our father. Um, And interestingly enough, those trapped emotions can actually go back generationally as well. So, you know, if our... Um, you know, if our grandfather, for example, had a really strong emotion that he never was able to release, then that gets passed down the line, uh, you know, through the DNA or cellular memory. You know, we don't know exactly what it is yet, but that trapped emotion can get passed down the line 
um, again until it's finally released. Right. And uh, do you also teach that in the releasing of a trapped emotion, that it can also help the uh, generations heal? So if you inherited uh, something trapped through your mother specifically and you heal that trapped emotion, can it also help your mother heal? Yeah, exactly. So um, when I'm when I'm working with a mother and daughter, for example, when I release the trapped emotion from the mother, then it's actually released from the daughter as well. So it can definitely change, you know, uh, generations going forward, you know, because people are no longer um, kind of carrying around that emotional baggage anymore. So it's really a, really a beautiful thing. And when... A person experiences the release uh, of these emotions. Are they aware of that, or is this something that uh, just over time they begin to realize that, oh, I'm better now? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I would say that it, it can go both ways. Um, sometimes when I do emotion code work with people, um, as we're going through and releasing the trapped emotions, uh, they'll actually start. They'll actually start to feel lighter, and that's because if we are carrying a trapped emotion of frustration or anxiety or self-abuse, um, that can be a very dense and heavy emotion to carry around with us. So when that's released, um, naturally we're going to feel lighter. And, uh, yes, sometimes when I am working with clients, um, over time, over a period of sessions, they do notice that, um, you know, that generally they are happier. You know, maybe they find that they react differently in some situations where maybe um, anxiety doesn't come up like it normally would or anger doesn't come up where it normally would. Okay, and uh, so when does a person know that they have trapped emotions? In, in other words, how might they be affected on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the interesting thing about trapped emotions is, uh, like I mentioned in the beginning, that they can sometimes settle into organs or they can sometimes settle into areas of structural weakness. So when we have a trapped emotion in the body, it kind of interferes with the natural flow of energy and the optimal health in the body. So if we have, you know, digestive issues, for example, um, there are more than likely a couple of trapped emotions that are connected to that. Or if we had an old shoulder injury where maybe the medical community kind of checked it out, you know, maybe that person has done x-rays and MRIs and, you know, the doctors are saying, yes, everything is fine, but that person is still experiencing acute or chronic pain in that shoulder, um, that can be due to some unresolved 
trapped emotions that are kind of hanging out there um, that are contributing to that pain because when there is pain in the body and there's a trapped emotion involved, what happens is that the muscles and the tissues over time start to pick up on that trapped emotion. And again, that kind of distorts the natural energy flow of the body. So, you know, the trap, uh, the emotion code, it was developed by Dr. Bradley Nelson, and uh, he's a chiropractor, and he says that, you know, trapped emotions are kind of the, the elephant in the room, you know, that no one really wants to talk about, but that they are definitely, they definitely exert um, a strong, uh, a, a strong effect in the body. And uh, so now we've been talking about these trapped emotions and how they affect whatever part of the body they land in. And mm-hmm. so is it important to know exactly what the emotion is? Like uh, they have an emotion, well, just say, for example, they're not worthy of being loved for whatever reason. Yeah, so when I work with a client doing the emotion code, um, the way that I find the trapped emotions is through something called kinesiology, and uh, it's also known as muscle testing. Mm-hmm. Um, often chiropractors will use it, um, you know, some doctors will use it, and it's a very easy way to access the body and start to answer and start to ask rather. Um, yes or no questions. And it's also a way to access the subconscious mind. So when I'm working with a client and we come upon a certain emotion, such as frustration, for example, um, sometimes they can think back and say, oh, yeah, I know exactly what that emotion was. You know, this this specific event happened in my life that, you know, led me to feeling a lot of frustration in, in, you know, in my body. Um, The other thing that can happen, too, is when we bring up a certain emotion, um, I can muscle test a client to see kind of around what age that emotion got trapped in their body. So sometimes these trapped emotions will go up, will go all the way back to their childhood. And when they think back to their childhood, again, sometimes they can remember what that specific trapped emotion is about, and sometimes they're not able to. And if they're not able to, that's okay. Um, you know, we just go ahead and release the trapped emotion anyways. You know, I oftentimes tell clients when doing this work, it's very common to kind of use our conscious mind to think back to when we trapped emotion, to when we uh, trapped emotions in our body. But we're really accessing the subconscious mind. So sometimes it's really, it's it's sometimes not important to like figure everything out um, because you could literally drive yourself crazy doing that. Um, Sometimes it's it's just more important just to release the energy. Right. And and so is this something that uh, somebody who has a pretty significant PTSD would uh, be effective for? 
Yeah, you know, so with PTSD, it's often the case where they go through a very intense experience, uh, like war, and they feel a whole bunch of different emotions that in the moment, you know, they're unable to fully release. So then those emotions will become trapped in the body. And uh, like I was saying earlier, those emotions, they can uh, contribute to acute and chronic pain in the body. They can contribute to um, different imbalances in the organs and in the glands. So through the emotion code, we can start to access what some of those trapped emotions were, and then we can release them so that, again, that person no longer has to carry that emotional baggage. And as those trapped emotions are released, it can help the body to start to um, kind of come down from that fight-or-flight response that a lot of people are constantly in um, you know, when they're dealing with something like PTSD. Well, and and certainly that that is really the case with PTSD, and not only for uh, the uh, embattled individuals that fought for us, but also the individuals that might have had a uh, a car accident or something mm-hmm. elsewise that was very traumatic. To them, as far as even people in New York City when uh, the Twin Towers came down. And I'm sure that uh, you're very familiar with that having come from Buffalo, New York. (laughs) (laughs) You were a little closer to that whole emotional uh, garbage that was going on. But well, you know what, uh, Nick, it is almost time for a break. So let's just go ahead and go on a break right now. And when we come back, we'll talk some more about this emotion code. So folks, don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. 
are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I'm speaking with my guest today, Nick Kadoski, about the emotion code. And it's all about releasing those negative emotions from the body that are trapped in there and making us sick and unhealthy. So, Nick, just before the break, we were speaking about PTSD, and I asked you during the break if working with somebody, a, a veteran, for example, with severe PTSD could be a little dangerous for that individual, and uh, I, I really appreciated your answer. So, go ahead and uh, let our audience know what you were telling me about that. Yeah, certainly. So when someone is dealing with something like PTSD, um, sometimes after an emotion code session, the person is going to be processing that work usually for about two to three days. And during that processing period, what can happen is sometimes they might kind of go through a few mood swings as those trapped emotions are being kind of released and everything is being integrated or sometimes they might notice that they have um, very vivid dreams or uh, I even even had some clients where they've noticed um, just some memories coming up from the past. So if that happens, I strongly, strongly uh, suggest that the veteran uh, work with a counselor or with a psychotherapist or that they have um, a really strong support system around them to help them with their healing process. And so when a person with PTSD or any kind of a trapped emotion, what happens to them if they keep stuffing their emotions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so again, when we, when we have a trapped emotion in the body, it can interfere with the natural flow of energy in the body, and it can also interfere with the functioning of different organs and glands in the body. So when we have these trapped emotions and if we never get them released, then that can just cause a whole bunch of different imbalances in the body, you know, different, it it can contribute to different diseases and to different ways that we kind of, you know, act and react in life. So what's nice about releasing these trapped emotions is that when those trapped emotions are released, we're giving the body um, the ability to start to heal itself. Great. And, <clears throat> excuse me, so this just brings up a question. Does everybody have trapped emotions? Yes. 
<laughs> yes. Okay. Without Certainly. exception. <laughs> yeah. So I'll um I'll I'll share a little story with you really quickly, if that's okay. That's fine. Um, the the way that I got into the emotion code um, was one of my friends who is a practitioner actually. Um, she was having. Um, a little meetup group about the emotion code, and I decided to go because I was just kind of curious. So she was um, talking about something called the heart wall, um, which I can explain a little bit later on. But the heart wall, uh, basically, it's trapped emotions that literally get built around the heart. And she muscle-tested me, and she said, you know, Nick, is it okay if I release the trapped emotion from your heart wall? And I was like, well, sure, why not? Go for it, you know? <laughs> and so she ended up finding this trapped emotion in my heart wall of guilt when I was around 12 or uh, 13. And I kind of thought back, and I couldn't remember any specific incidents that happened. So she ended up releasing the trapped emotion for me. And when she did that, the moment that she did it, I could literally feel the energy leave my heart. And I felt this lightness in my heart. And that lightness in my heart kind of stayed with me for the rest of the day. So I thought, wow, that's really interesting. Like, there really is something to this, you know. So then I decided to look into the emotion code further, and I ended up, uh, you know, getting certified. And so now when you're talking about a heart wall, are you talking about the physical heart or the I love you with all my heart heart or both? Well, when I talk about a heart wall, um, a heart wall, it's a literal wall of trapped emotions that get built around the heart in order to protect it. And that's So is that the the physical heart? um, I'm sorry? Is that the physical heart? Um, It's, well... I'm talking about the physical heart, but a heart wall is actually it's it's um, trapped emotions that that get built around the physical heart. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So when we have that heart wall, what can happen is on a physical level, we might notice that we have chest pain or we have difficulty breathing. Or we might notice, um, like, shoulder pain, or we, or we might notice uh, neck pain. On an emotional level, when we have a heart wall, we might have difficulty, like, connecting to or listening to or following our heart. Um, we might also have difficulty connecting with others at, like, a really deep level. Um, this can also affect relationships as well. It can prevent us from not being able to really fully intimately connect with our partner. So um, I oftentimes give the example of 
when two people are at a party and one person likes the other person. So on an energetic level, they send that person energy from their heart to say, okay, you know, are we like a vibrational match? And what happens when we have that heart ball, that energy of love that we want to send to the other person, it has to go through that wall of trapped emotions. So again, whether that's anxiety or frustration or anger or, you know, nervousness, and when that energy comes out on the other end of the, of the heart wall, it's kind of this distorted ball of energy, if you will, that that person then receives. So you can see how if that's constantly happening between two people, that can, can, that can cause um, miscommunication and that can cause, you know, distress in a friendship or, um, you know, in a marriage or in a relationship. And, and so we're, we're talking about relationships. We're talking about a heart wall. So let's just say, for example, a trapped emotion has landed in our stomach for whatever reason. Does that also create a heart wall? Um, well, sometimes with the heart wall, the body will kind of borrow trapped emotions from certain areas to form that wall. And sometimes with the heart wall, um, it can be just different experiences that we go through that the body decides, okay, I'm going to, you know, kind of trap this emotion around the heart. So it can be, um, it can really be both, uh, both instances. Uh, that can help to to create or to form the heart wall. And so does this heart wall, even though it is an emotional heart wall as well as a physical heart wall, uh, in the opinion of, of the people that uh, created the emotion code and are teaching it, can this lead to heart disease? Uh, well, I would say that, again, any sort of trapped emotion in the body, um, it prevents the natural healthy flow of energy in the body. So if these trapped emotions aren't released, then that may contribute to something like heart disease. Or, you know, to give you another example, um, you hear a lot of people that go through a breakup and they say, you know, my heart is broken. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, definitely having a broken heart, um, that can contribute to uh, different emotional imbalances that we might feel. But if those trapped emotions are never released, um, again, yes, that can contribute. It, it can kind of start to work its way into the physical body and cause different imbalances happening physically. Right. Yeah, I I have actually seen studies where individuals uh, have literally 
it has been proven that they died of a broken heart. And we're not really talking about the physical heart breaking. Uh, And usually it's elderly people that have lost their lifelong spouse and you know they just have no longer have the will to live and it is possible to die of a a, of a broken heart um but this also brings up the question that i have you were talking about these trapped emotions is interfering with our ability to give and receive love it affects our relationships how do relationships with people affect us and these trapped emotions if we're having a bad relationship does that need to be corrected by correcting your own particular emotion that is trapped Yes, so um, I, I've done emotion code work with with couples before, and um, what I've noticed is when I'm working with couples and I and I start to work with one person's heart wall, um, they will start to notice a change in themselves, and they will start to notice a change in how they're relating with their partner, and then. Once their heart wall is released, um, you know, I had one client say that, you know, now that my heart wall is released, I kind of notice, um, you know, a difference in my partner. So he ended up calling me and we ended up releasing his heart wall as well. So, um, yes, I would say that it, it definitely goes both ways where both people, um, it can really benefit them to clear um, you know, both of their both of their heart walls. Um, the other interesting thing with that, with the emotion code, is sometimes when we trap emotion, when we when we trap emotions, I'm sorry, um, they can either be our emotions, they can be our parents or grandparents, like I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. or we can also pick up on the emotions of other people as well. And then we can feel those emotions like they're ours. And when that happens, we usually have a feeling like, I don't quite feel like myself, but I don't know why. And the reason why is that we've picked up or we've taken on trapped emotions from other people, and then we're feeling those emotions. Well, that that makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Uh, let's just uh, a perfect example. A person goes to their place of employment, and the people around them are just in a horrific mood <laughs> that day or every day. And if extraordinarily sensitive people re- will really pull in those emotions and. Mm-hmm. Take it on as their own. So what can they do to, shall we say, protect themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, you know, one of the things that I often will tell clients is they need to work with um, strengthening their boundary, you know. So um, we have an energetic field around us, and 
And when we're healthy, that energetic field is whole. But um, sometimes if we have different imbalances going on or, you know, we're sick, for example, that energetic field can start to develop holes or tears or rips. And then that can make us more susceptible to the outside environment and to receiving, uh, you know, other people's trapped emotions. So when I work with clients, I oftentimes will talk to them about how to strengthen that energetic field um, so that they do have, you know, kind of a healthy boundary between them and the outside world and a healthy boundary between them and other people. So uh, the other thing I was going to mention, too, is that when I work with clients to release their heart wall, um, I, I'm, working them to, I'm working with them to release that heart wall, but I'm also working with them to release those absorbed trapped emotions that aren't theirs. So that can go a long way into um, helping people's relationships because when those absorbed trapped emotions are released, then that person kind of, they can kind of come back to themselves and they can feel like themselves again because they're no longer holding on to um, other people's emotions. Right. And so in, in my uh, mind, in my imagination, shall we say, that uh, it, it's like keeping yourself physically healthy, keeping yourself physically whole, and developing like a little energetic bubble boundary around yourself so that those trapped emotions around you, whether it's at work or just even in the uh, grocery store, shall we say, bounce right off. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, you know, sometimes I will let clients know that, um, you know, they can kind of close their eyes and they can, they can visualize um, you know, a bubble of white light around themselves and they can kind of uh, see themselves as, as protected and, um, you know, kind of contained within that bubble. And uh, it can go a long way to uh, help them from taking on other people's emotions. Um, the other suggestion that I sometimes give people is uh, there's a crystal called fire agate. And fire agate, it has a specific vibration or specific frequency that helps to protect the energetic field from negativity. Oh, well, that's that's great. You know, Nick, it's time for a break. So when we come back, we'll just keep talking about this emotion code. Folks, don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. 
Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I have my guest today is Nick Kadoski, and we are talking about the emotion code. So before we get back into discussions about the emotion code, you have been talking about how you help your clients release. And um, do people have to physically be with you or can you uh, work with them remotely? And then the second part of this question is, how do people get in touch with you? Yeah, so the wonderful thing that I really love about the Emotion Code is that um, I do sessions with clients over the phone. So um, with me being in Colorado, um, you know, I can really work with anyone, anywhere, you know, in different states. So there really kind of are no boundaries to, um, you know, where people are and, and, and how I can work with them because, again, it's, it's done over the phone. Um, and as far as how people can get in touch with me, um, they can visit my website, which is www.breathoflifebodywork.com. And on my website, there's more information about the emotion code. Um, there are some really great testimonials about um, how I helped some clients to release trapped emotions and um, different benefits they've noticed. And I also have a bunch of testimonials and stories on there as well about uh, working with clients to release their heart wall. Great. Now, just before the break, we were talking about picking up other people's emotions and taking it on as our own. We were also discussing how to protect ourselves. And you briefly mentioned a, uh, a, a stone known as the fire agate. And so how can people get a hold of that? 
Yeah, so what people can do is um, it's it can be as simple as, you know, going on uh, like Amazon.com and Googling Fire Agate. Um, you know, they could order it off of that website or if they have uh, like a, a New Age store or a crystal store in their neighborhood, um, you know, they could go over there and uh, most stores will carry a whole bunch of crystals, but they'll also carry Fire Agate as well. Okay, and uh, is there what is it about the fire agate? Is just known to uh, kind of help protect against these negative emotions? Uh, yeah, exactly. So it just um, it just has a, a specific uh, vibration or a specific frequency that kind of works with the energetic field of the body to uh, to protect it. Okay, and I just want to take a little step back or forward or whatever for our audience in that everything, everything on this planet, including us, vibrates at a certain frequency. And uh, when we are in a negative energy, we're vibrating at a lower frequency. And so apparently this fire agate, uh, agate vibrates at a frequency that helps protect us. So do people find that they can wear this as a necklace, just put it in their pocket uh, in, in whatever way they find... Uh, that works for them? Yeah, so oftentimes um, I'll, I'll let clients know to just, you know, go pick up a piece of fire agate and, you know, carry it in your pocket during the day. Um, you know, or as you mentioned, um, you know, if they find a really nice necklace with a piece of fire agate, you know, it's something that they could wear, uh, wear on them. Mm-hmm. Great, great. Well, it's uh, so nice to be able to easily access things like a fire agate. Uh, You had asked me to ask this question, uh, is the emotion code session like counseling or psychotherapy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the wonderful thing about the emotion code is that when I'm working with a client, um, there's no need for them to bring up uncomfortable memories or difficult feelings or, you know, go into their past and, again, bring up unpleasant unpleasant uh, experiences. Um, the nice thing about the emotion code is that I'm just finding trapped emotions and then I'm releasing them for the client. So when I work with a client, I'll oftentimes let them know that they are free to share with me uh, as much information or as little information as they want. You know, it's uh, it's completely up to them. And uh, this this question came to me is, um, does the emotion code work for people that are trying to break an addiction, say alcohol? Yeah, certainly, because, um, again, when, when we have, you know, trapped emotions in our body, that can definitely affect how we kind of act or react in our life. So when you're dealing with someone that um, is trying to break an addiction, you know, they most likely had a number of experiences in their life that, um, are kind of directly causing or contributing to why they have that addiction. So, 
through the emotion code, we can go, you know, I can go back and say, okay, you know, we can release these trapped emotions from this uh, specific experience in your life and, you know, from this uh, specific experience. And oftentimes when someone is dealing uh, with alcoholism, for example, uh, the liver can be very much out of balance. So I can work with someone's uh, liver to release trapped emotions that are in that specific organ. And, um, you know, that can help in them overcoming alcoholism or, you know, some sort of addiction that they're dealing with. Okay. Tell us a little bit about some of the success stories of individuals that you've worked with and the emotion code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one woman that I worked with, um, she had difficulty breathing. She explained to me that it, it felt like there was a rock on her chest. And this difficulty with breathing, it would kind of come and go, um, you know, through the years. So I worked with her over the phone to release her heart wall. And what came up were a number of emotions that were trapped around her heart, and she trapped them around age 35. So I asked her if there was anything specific that happened that time during her life, and she had explained to me that During that time, um, she ended up having a miscarriage, and her mother was also diagnosed with uh, breast cancer, and she was her caregiver. So you can imagine that during those times, she was feeling a whole bunch of emotions that she was unable to fully release. And then those emotions got trapped, and they became part of her heart wall. So once we cleared that heart wall for her, she was able to breathe just fine, and she was able to think back to those experiences, and she didn't notice any anxiety coming up around those experiences anymore. Oh, Um, that's great. You know, it's kind of a double whammy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, You know, there's another woman that I worked with where she had uh, pretty persistent shoulder pain. And, again, she had x-rays and MRIs done, and, you know, the doctors really couldn't figure out what had happened. So I worked with her to release a couple of trapped emotions from her heart wall. Um, I usually can work with releasing someone's heart wall in about three sessions. So once I released her heart wall, um, her shoulder pain ended up going away, and uh, the testimonial testimonial that I received from, from her, she said that it had been a couple of months and the shoulder pain, you know, hasn't returned. Well, that's, uh, that's great for her. You know, shoulder pain, you can't even function, much less anything else. Um, you yeah, said you have exactly. three stories you wanted to share. I'm sorry? You said you had three stories you wanted to share. 
Oh, yeah. So the, uh, the third story that I'll share with you is um, when I was actually doing my, my emotion code certification, um, I worked with a woman, and um, she had explained that every, every time on her birthday, every morning when she woke up, she just felt um, kind of sad and depressed, and she didn't really know why. And this had gone on for, you know, a number of years. So I worked with her, and um, I released one trapped emotion for her. And once that trapped emotion was released, she said that her next birthday she woke up, and she was actually happy, and she was really looking forward to it. And uh, I just heard from her a couple of weeks ago, actually, and um, she said that every birthday that she's had since, um, it's been great. You know, she, she's loved it. She's, she's had a great time. So it was just that one trapped emotion that she was holding in her body that was, you know, causing her to kind of feel sad or feel depressed on her birthday. And once that was released, um, you know, that was able to change for her. So it's, it's uh, just really, really awesome and amazing. Yeah, it sounds like it. So really that just says to me that not only does having trapped emotions keep us from loving, but it also keeps us from joy as well as just peace. Some of those uh, things that we all really desire and need in our lives so that that proverbial love joy and peace that comes from it well nick it's coming close to time for the end of the show is there anything else that you would like to um, uh, let our audience know yeah you know um i would you know just say that you know we all have trapped emotions and these trapped emotions, they can be very easily and very quickly released so that we can finally let go of our emotional baggage and, you know, we can finally move forward in our lives and kind of create whatever our, our heart desires. Wonderful, wonderful. I'd like to remind everybody that you can connect with Nick at his website, uh, Go ahead and remind us what that website is, Nick. Yeah, sure. So my website, it's www.breathoflifebodywork.com. Okay, great. And it is a beautiful website, I I must say. And... Uh, I would like to remind everybody that you can also connect with me, Dr. Marianne Chase, on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And I always close this show with a quote from Proverbs 4, 23. A very wise king who was named Solomon said, above all else, Guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And we've talked about that guarding of the heart. And it doesn't mean developing a heart wall. It means protecting your heart from developing a heart wall. 
So until next week, folks, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to the healing whisper a return to peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Oh,